Alright. What we're gonna do is go back. Way back. Well, kinda. We'll start with Booksome and Mog. Together they had nine children. Six girls, followed by three boys. They named their youngest daughter Maggie. She married Frey. They had two sons and one daughter. I am the oldest of them. I'm Kendrick. The middle boy they named Herbie. Well, his name is Aubrey, but we'll get into that later. He married Deborah, and they had three girls. I am the oldest of them. I'm Tawana. The third oldest was a girl they named Sadie. She married a man named Roosevelt, and they would have three kids together, the oldest of which was Daryl. He met and married Antoinette, and they too would have three kids together. And with their oldest, they gave Booksum and Mog their very first great-grandchild. That was me, Martine. The oldest of them all, and bossy second mama to many, was a girl named Blossom. She married Jean, and the two of them had seven children together. Whoa. The tallest of them was Jerome. He married Juanita and had two sons. The oldest of them was me, Junie. So, y'all catch all that? Anyway. Hey, cousin! Hello, 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 and welcome back to uh, what looks like the last episode of Hey Cousin for season two, y'all. So we have uh, a slew of guests on, and um, before we get into everything, we want to thank all y'all for coming on. We got Randall, we got Tamara, we got Tara, we got Jenny Lane, we got Ashley, and we just want to thank y'all for coming on and having a little chat with us. Today's chat, which is not led by a letter, is actually about siblings right and just family in general right so what we want to talk about is the unique perspective from each one of you because uh each of y'all have a sibling on this call right now so we want to hear from y'all whether it's the oldest to the middle to the youngest on how being raised in your particular brand of household was from your perspective like did your parents kind of approach things differently from one kid to the next like did you look at that approach and was like hold on now like i ain't get this you know what i'm saying and vice versa and just want to hear a little bit of y'all's perspective so that we can probably help someone who is you know new to raising multiple children or just thinking ahead and and trying to see what that looked like so um anything is on the books and we just want to hear a little bit from y'all so to start up um if y'all resident cousins can introduce your siblings on this call and um i can i can uh be the resident uh sibling for jenilene and randall because we grew up like siblings so um mm -hmm. uh i will i will start off actually so we got randall who you guys have seen before and actually we've seen jenilene before on this show and those two are my first cousins they um also have another brother charlito who was unable to make this call today but uh, Jenny Lane is the oldest and Randall is the youngest and uh, it's the, we grew up in Jersey and we were always at each other's houses and always like I was kind of like the the big brother I guess because I was always getting the comparisons like hey what's going on why y'all why y'all ain't doing what Junie doing you know what I'm saying so I, I held down that oldest sibling role but Jenny Lane you were the true oldest so I definitely want to hear your perspective um, in later on in the conversation but I will go ahead and throw it off to whoever wants to jump in next. 
I'll go since it's only me and Ashley. Well, technically it's uh, four of us. Um, I'm the second oldest. Ashley is the third. And then we have a youngest, um, Ashea. So welcome, Ashley. Hi. <laughs> hey, y'all. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Hey, y'all. I'm still kind of getting dressed. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, I'm just happy that you got them as your siblings. Because this one was my sibling. Y'all, a mess. I'm recording everyone will actually know what we went through. I see it. I see it. Yeah, I see it now. And then try to run around so so he can bounce up. <laughs> I am the oldest. Tamara and Tara are my baby sisters, and I'm sure they have a lot to say about me. All good things, all good things, all good things. But um, Tamara and Tara, I'm the oldest. Tamara's the second oldest, and Tara's the third oldest. We're two years apart. All right, well, each well, one of y'all are two years between the, between each of y'all? Is Tawan and I are two years and two weeks. Tara and I are a year and ten months apart. Oh wow! Oh wow, that's funny. All right, well, my siblings are traveling and working, so shout out to uh, Kendra and Kelvin Snipe. Um, well, we're actually five years apart, like literally five years apart each. I'm the oldest. Kendra is five years younger than I am, and Kelvin is ten years younger than I am. So uh, we'll have them on the show eventually. But yeah, let's. I'm excited about the conversation. Yeah. So, all right, let's let's start off with Jenilene and Randall. Like, I want y'all to kind of share. Um, actually, Jenilene, I want to hear from you when you found out that you was about to have another sibling. Do you remember any of that? Like, do you recall that experience? What was that about? No. Oh, so, like, we're really close in age. Um, me and Chalita are only a year apart, and me and Randall are three years apart. So I was just like a, a baby, basically. I didn't know, we just all grew up together. And um, yeah, I'm the oldest. Um, and I did look up to Junie and then my other cousin on the Spanish side, Joanna. She's around your age as well, Junie. So I call her, she's like my big sister to me. So yeah. I call her my sister um, and I correlate to them. <laughs> but growing up, as the oldest, definitely a lot of responsibility. My dad put a lot of responsibility on me. And then I'm the only girl as well. And so I have two brothers and I have a half brother as well. <laughs> um, so I'm the only girl. So my dad put a lot of responsibility on me uh, growing up. And as I'm an adult now, um, I definitely saw the differences. <laughs> and how he treated me and how he treated my brothers. And then Chalito, he kind of has um, middle child syndrome, we call it. <laughs> uh, so if he was here, he would definitely maybe defend himself a little bit more, but I guess I won't talk about it. It's a touchy subject. <laughs> talk about it. I'm the middle child on the call and I'll, I'll be there to be able to defend the middle children, okay? Um, I was just about to say, do the middle kids really feel like that's a, because Ashley's the middle kid too. Do y'all really feel like that's a syndrome? Like y'all, yeah, cool. and this middle kid syndrome is uh, the baby of the family and it's the oldest. 
personality types. You can see the differences. Do y'all really right. feel it's true? Yeah, I do. Like, I definitely feel since I, since my dad relayed a lot of responsibility, well, my parents relayed a lot of responsibility on me. Like, you definitely see I'm more the mature, responsible. Um, I like everything in order. Meanwhile, yeah, Randall's responsible too. And then like Chalito is more of a wild card. And then Randall is a little bit of a mix of both of us since he like, you know, grew up with me being the oldest and then Chalito, following Chalito and his steps as well. So Randall's a little bit a mix of both. But he's I feel like I feel like Randall had to grow into his responsibility though. It didn't start out that way. Oh no, yeah. no. no. Yeah, I'll say Randall definitely looked up to Chalito a lot. Like they definitely spent a lot of time together, and he definitely looked up to Chalito growing up. Just like, and while I I didn't have a sister or anything like that, so I couldn't really relate to my brothers. Like they were always together, and since I was the oldest, I was just like doing my own thing, basically. Yeah, it was definitely harder for you being the oldest opposed to me being the youngest. At the same time, I mean, like you weren't allowed to do anything. And then it got trickled down to you not being allowed to do anything. And then Shalito had a little bit of leeway, but, you know, he messed his leeway up because he always got in trouble. And by the time it came down to me, it was either, all right, well, don't kill yourself or don't get in trouble. So, and so just I, don't I die. That, yeah, just don't die. Like By the time anything came down to me, it was just like, you know what, just don't die. Just go get uh, the cops involved and just come home. And yep. it was more so the youngest kids, oh, the youngest always have it easy because they don't have all the responsibilities of like the oldest child with no child. But at the same time, I felt like most of the time they didn't really care what I was doing. So I was pretty much since probably the moment I got into high school, I wouldn't say I was raising myself, but like I didn't feel as though unless I was really getting in trouble, my parents weren't around to like really care what's going on. It's like, all right, just you got it, go handle yourself. Go go handle your business. Or yep. Talk to my brother or sister. Knowing damn well that we like us didn't really talk to like ourselves like that growing up. We were pretty as close as we are in age. I'm pretty sure you guys know that doesn't. It's not always a good thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I want to definitely touch on that responsibility piece. Um, my brother is not on the call. My brother has special needs. He uh, has autism, and he is five years my junior. But growing up the responsibility was the name of the game especially i think in our family we come from a very responsible group of people you know what i'm saying like i feel like there's a few outliers here and there that's like a little a little off the beaten path but like we had to be in order all the time right and so me i grew up with like just a lot of responsibility caring for my younger brother like i just was not able to be involved in like any sporting events any um after school programs because it's like yo both my parents are working gotta get home gotta get my brother off the bus before you know uh before they get back home and then i gotta watch over him before they get back home for the evening so it it has its own hurdle of things i i know that there is a lot of older siblings on the call um for me, I, I found myself really frustrated, like right before I graduated, I was like, yo, I don't even got no childhood. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm I'm caring for this other individual for most of most of my days ever since he got here. You know what I'm saying? And so I like it it's honestly a, a place of a small place of contention even today that I still kinda deal with. Like just looking back on like 
dang, like that wasn't really fair, bro. Like that was not something that should have been placed on me so early and for so long, you know? So um, I, I just wanted to touch on that responsibility piece. I'll be popping in, in and out, you know, with things that I got through my experience as the oldest, but um, I definitely uh, wanted to add that piece to that. I can definitely relate to that, Junie, because um, so Ashley and I are 10 years apart and then me and Ashea are 11 years apart. So of course you play that role of you got to pick them up. You got to do this. You got to do that. You got to do that. And it's like, if they, you know, they're young. They don't care. Just pick them up. It is what it is. But for you, it's like, I got things going on. I got friends. I got to pick the, and then two of them at the same time was a mess and getting on the train with them was a mess. Ooh. So that responsibility was really, really intense. It was really intense, but it became your norm because it, be, it became something that you just had to do. And I think later on, as I became an adult, I realized how much it took away from me developing, you know, so I, I can definitely relate to that. Ashley, do you remember that? Um, yeah. So for me personally, because of that, I think I run to you more often because I look yeah. at you more like a parent than a sister. Exactly. Which is, which is what we're saying. Like the roles with siblings that like her and Ashley would contact me and my parents is right there. And I remember them coming in a room, Martine, can you give me some, what the, what the, your parents in a room. <laughs> So it's like, you know, but it's, it's like you don't mind and you continue to do it. You continue to do it. I remember having my first job and splurging on them like they were my kids. It was just so crazy. Like, oh, I need to get them the Jordans and they need to get this and they taking pictures. They young. They, they don't even know what they got. It was just so crazy. But it's like that becomes your norm and you you don't really realize until you get older. Yeah, um, I mean, I guess I'm the oldest on this whole damn call, actually. Even that, just having a bunch of little cousins before. Well, actually, no, because I was five and Kendra got here. And the funny thing is I prayed for, like, a sibling. And when she got here, I was like, oh, you know what? <laughs> Can we send this one back? So one of the things was, like everyone's saying, is that responsibility is like, okay, well, now I got to share my toys. Now, you know, before I do something, hey, take your sister with you. It was Kendra, then Kelvin came along. But Kelvin and I are still far apart in age. By the time Kelvin came along, I was in high school, so I had already kind of established my friendship group and stuff like that. And it's funny that you said that earlier, Martin. Like, when Kelvin came along, I was already working and stuff, so I was buying him Jordans and clothes and stuff. Like, you know, taking, like you said, taking pictures. Like, hey, it's like my my surrogate child basically my dad always kind of really pushed us to be close because him and his siblings aren't really that close so we would have some infighting but we would infight with each other but you couldn't penetrate that circle <laughs> so if anybody else was trying to mess with somebody then you know we got a problem i think we all could relate to that like we could fight each other y'all better yeah never. yeah yeah you can't you but can't any... break the circle exactly don't talk don't talk about my sister brother in front of me don't do anything in front of me or, or not in front of me because I'm, I'm going to find you. It's going to yeah. be a problem. Yeah. Which is, it kind of like really sets a good boundary for you as a parent now. The things I learned from actually having 
um, younger siblings and younger cousins kind of prepared me for when Kelvin, uh, Caden got here. I was like, okay, well, I kind of, I kind of know the ins and outs of you know dealing with the git, from mm-hmm. changing pampers all the way up to you know helping them learn how to read and potty training and stuff like that. Because I kind of was really a part of all that for my younger siblings as well. Now I want to ask a question um, to uh, the older cousins than me. Y'all might have a better understanding, but like, so from what I know now, books and Mog's kids were all pretty close also growing up too. And um, my grandmother Blossom was the oldest. And so she kind of took on that like mothering role to some of her younger siblings as well. Like, do you guys think that maybe it was, maybe this is something that's been passed down from generation to generation. Is that, is that why we still, you know, participate in this closeness? Is that why we participate in the responsibility? Before we answer that question, I just want to say the dynamics were different for us because my mom took care of us. She didn't really work. So it wasn't like, oh, to want to go watch your sisters, because remember, I was only two years older than Tamara and four years older than Tara. Now, when she did give us responsibility, I may have abused it a little bit. Oh, yeah. yeah. We'll With everybody. That. Just bossy. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Like, who, who are you? I want to hear from Tamara and Tamara. So, uh, oh, okay, I'll okay. That my mom really, my mom really was, my mom did everything. We just could be kids for the most part. So we didn't have that responsibility. When the responsibility came in is, okay, you got dishes, you got a bathroom, you have to vacuum or something like that. And Tawana would totally blackmail you to be able, you have to do her chores. Like she would be like, oh, you said a curse word and now you got to do my chores for two weeks. Um, <laughs> like it, it, she was a tyrant, y'all. Like Extortion. Tyrant. <laughs> she's going to lie to everyone and say that she didn't do this but I can tell y'all that Tawana was a tyrant and she was the worst big sister except like unless we get into fights and then everybody would you know we would fight together but Tawana was like horrible Tara is that true I give her horrible but I will say she definitely abused her um, oldest sibling uh, responsibility. Tamara is the middle child. We touched on the middle child. So I guess Tamara gonna say I got a little special treatment from Tawana sometimes because you know Tawana would go a little easier on me than she would Tamara sometimes. And Tamara probably would say Tawana and I would click up and leave her alone. So I'm 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 I'm, I'm, I'm literally the neutral per- I'm always neutral. I'm the neutral ground. I'm the I'm the person in the middle, even though I'm the baby. Um, but I, I can chime to what Tawana and Tamara said. I will be, and I'm thankful. Just listening to my own cousins, my parents really did let us be kids. Like they did not make Tawana be solely responsible for us. Now, once she got into high school, I would say she kind of took on the role a little bit more of like, you know, she could when she started driving and she would take us places. And it wasn't necessarily when my parents was like, oh, you're going to take your sisters. I could truly say, I felt like Tawana was like, y'all can come. You know what I'm saying? You know, just to be like, I got my sisters with me, even though, you know what I'm saying? She was a big sister. It's like she, she really did, um, really did enjoy being a big sister and she didn't mind taking us around and being with her. But yes, as the kid said, we fought like cats and dogs. And my mama used to always say that y'all think having all girls, they don't fight. We fought. We had real fights and it wasn't just arguments. We put up them fists and we used to fight. But you better not. Say one word about Tawana or Tamara. You better not. 
let us find out you talk about either one of us because we were always ready to fight and we were and we was ready every single one of us we had light to fight <laughs> I, can, I, can, I can attest i can attest to that i can definitely <laughs> attest to that mixed up in our mess too kendrick like been mixed like, up in yeah, our mess. Like, yeah. <laughs> And I've been mixed up, and I've been mixed up in his. Because if you was messing with my yeah. big brother cousin, guess what? Yeah, I'm, I'm not on my watch. No, yeah, no, she no. she will be like the my first God. one out there. I was like, oh, I need you to fall back before they get <laughs> get us all killed. Right, exactly. We grew up like that with Kendrick, like how Junie with with Jenny Lynn and Kylie, you know, Charlie throwing them. We kind of, that's how Kendrick right. was us, our resident big brother. Like we didn't have no brother, so it was like Kendrick, and then me and Kendra were the same age. We were, I think, Kendra and I are four months apart, so we were really, really mm -hmm. close. Kendra was like the extra sister I didn't have, you know what I'm saying, that I had that I probably didn't want, but Kendra was just, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Kendra was the only girl in her household, so she was happy to be with us and all the girls because she didn't have that. So it's really funny how we having these conversations, you didn't realize how much our interactions helped us out on either side, whether we didn't have a brother or somebody didn't have a sister or, you know, we just filled those gaps and we didn't even realize we were doing it. So it's kind of, it's kind of, you know, I'm getting the feels listening to, listening so to I, all the sports. I want to add, the only thing that I want to add is how when we all were together during the summertime, there was really no cousins because wherever we was, everybody ate, everybody played, everybody was all together. Whether we were in New York or Jersey or wherever, or if we were in Charleston, when we all were together, we were all siblings because everybody was getting in trouble if somebody did something. Mm -hmm. Everybody was, you know what I'm saying? Like it was across the board. And I think everybody, even, even though Junie and Jenny and Randy, y'all younger, the same way y'all was with Simone and DJ and everything, it was the uh -huh. same with Martine and Tawana and Kendrick and everybody when we were together during the summers. And I really, y'all, I, I can really say that I enjoyed, you know, when we had our summers together because it was, it was like we were all siblings versus cousins. I was just about to say the same thing. So, you know, the Northern cousins, we were raised like siblings. Like there was no distinction between, I mean, you kind of had a understanding of who was who. And for me, it they, they technically wasn't my first cousin. These are my dad's first right. cousins. Yeah. But I was being raised like these were my first cousins. So, you know, please, that they were siblings they weren't cousins they were siblings and my grandmother made it her business to put that into perspective like this is your family da, da, da. we we got please I got a cousin who every Easter we looked alike we dressed alike it was annoying but that's how they treated us like we were siblings but no I distinction I think that's the dynamic of our family as a whole because just just like technically Junie is my second cousin, but we act like first cousins. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Yeah. Because of our age, where Junie's dad is actually my first cousin, but the age gap make him feel more like an uncle. Mm -hmm. I don't really look at him like a cousin. I put him, it's like the uncle cousin. I don't know if that's a thing, like uncle dad. Yeah. Cousin, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? And just like Pamela, Pamela's our first cousin, but all her children are second, and, and we don't, but we don't interact like that. We interact in a way that they are our first cousins. And and Tara and I, we only I think it's like eleven months and some days between and us. You, you would have never thought that, Junior, when we was younger. I thought mm -mm. I had five years on Junior. Listen, we get older, it's like wait. Mm-hmm. Too much 
<laughs> it's, it's because I was the goody goody, and y'all used to try to corral me in y'all mess. I remember specifically, I was at Kendrick and them house, and uh, 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 both Tara and and Kendra tried to get together to get me to f- to find out how we gonna sneak to a party. I said party. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> When you was a little boy, you was so bad. Junior, <laughs> no, no. Did that. Junior. <laughs> Y'all, please say hi. Y'all, I'm so sorry. Y'all, please say hi to Cassidy. And I did cut his hair, but it's not combs. So. Oh, wow. Cass look like a big boy with, with his hair short like that. What's going on, man? Like it. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, it look good. Get out of that camera, dog. Oh. We having grown people conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, you. Bye. Y'all know y'all trying to look exactly like y'all. Oh, y'all. Yes. I'm, y'all trying to look exactly like y'all. So my kid's called Kendrick Uncle. So it's the same dynamic. Like, Kendrick is the uncle. He's not their cousin. So it's just, I think that's that's another thing. We, you know, we, that's how we are. I really want to dig deep into the oldest versus the middle child versus, and I want to hear from the oldest, the middle child. Well, we don't have to talk the resident cousins, but I really want to hear from like, because we're all the oldest, but I really want to hear from like the middle child and the youngest. And Jenny Lynn, you can definitely chime in here too, but I want to hear how it was for, you know, is the middle child syndrome, like Martine said, is it a real thing? Tell us about the baby, the baby kids. The baby kids know they can act up now. Y'all them baby turn. Oh yeah. <laughs> them baby turn. Hey, look at Tara's cool. face. Them baby turn, y'all. Them baby turn. So I want to hear. And they gonna beat that case too. They gonna beat that case every time. So Ashley, if you want to go first, you can, and then we can go around. We can go around wrong thank you Ray. how was it being how was it being the middle child how was it growing up tell us about your experiences for me personally i don't think i ever dealt with the middle child syndrome because martine was so much older so i just felt like the older sister compared to like ashaya so i don't think i had that problem i i felt like i was an older sibling okay, so how was it growing up with four, you have three sisters how was it mm-hmm. for you? Where did you fit? How did you how did you find your 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 mo when it came to being around your sisters? Like, what was that experience? I think I was lucky because I could run to Martine for certain things and we could have fun, and I could run to share for certain things and we would have fun. Like, it was like the perfect dynamic. Like, I could not complain. Like, like we fought. I don't feel like it was like the perfect siblings. Like, we had our issues, and like. I had Ashea accusing me of things and Mark, Martine would, would beat me and stuff like that. Cause like I said, she used to be like a parent. So I didn't look at her as a sister. I looked at her as like a mother figure, but I think it was like, as a kid, I'll say it was horrible, but now looking back at it, I'm like, it was perfect. Like I had like an extra parent that I didn't really want, but I got and it was a perfect dynamic to have someone to run to afterwards. I got a question, Ashley. Do you think it was being the middle child and having somebody older than you that you can go to for certain things, somebody younger than you that you can go to for certain things, or even if you wanted to flex your little influence, to, you know, being that you had somebody younger than you, you think that was like easier or better that you had more options as far as, you know, who you could run to for certain things or who you can go to for certain things? I think it was completely easier because like certain situations that I would go through 
like, of course, I couldn't tell Martine, so I could go tell Ashea. And then if I couldn't tell my parents, I would run to Martine first. And it always made me feel like I was in a safe space. Like, I didn't have to worry about getting in trouble or anything like that. I'm sorry, y'all. So, as I stated, the other cousin is on the other phone. Gotta show them who we talking to. Jalen is saying hello. You know, sorry, guys. So sorry. I was trying to, <laughs> you know, multitask. I wasn't listening to anything. I think Ashley said I gave her what? a beating. Is that what she said? Yes, I did. Yes, yes. Oh. A beating, a beating was admitted. What? <laughs> you told Hopper to beat me. <laughs> did I give you a beating, Ashley? Yes, you did. If I wasn't was listening. Like a beat down, not like a like, fight. It was probably, I call it a beating. Uh-huh. Maybe it was, you call uh-huh. it a fight. I say it was a beating because I don't look at it as a fight because I wasn't fighting back. Uh-huh. I just let it happen. Right, it's almost 10 years. That ain't no damn fight. That's abuse. So let me tell you, they were the, you, know, you know the girls, you know the girls. They were, uh, I think my parents went away or something like that. And you know, they get a little froggy. You not my mother. You not my mother. You not my mother. I know that's right, Martine. When Mama them used to go to church, when Mama them used to go to church and leave me in charge, Mama them should have never told me I had permission to be. Because I used to whoop that belt out. (laughs) Don't (laughs) tell me. What were you about to say about middle child syndrome? Because I really feel like you had it really bad for a long time. Still do. So, so being a middle child, Ashley, it's it's a little different for Ashley because she has such a, a large age group with Martine. But when you're literally in the middle of somebody and it's less than it's five years and you got three, it's three kids. I was kind of like, oh, she'll be all right. Like she'll be okay. She she can do this. Tawana got it. She can do it. Oh, pass them clothes down. She ain't getting nothing new. You can wear that. Y'all can dress alike. Me and Tara dressed alike until I probably was 40. Oh, that's now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I do it to the kids too, though. I love it, y'all. Just don't, don't, don't. I do it to Taylor and Casey all the time. But my mom dressed us alike. I feel like my mom didn't really, they didn't really worry about me. Like Tamara was going to be okay. As a middle child, they say you have middle child syndrome, but the responsibility is now you got to take it yourself. You know, it's not, I don't have to go to either one of them for advice because I see this one doing something bad. I see that one doing something bad. I see the reaction and I got to get away from that. So being a middle child, you got to kind of navigate your parents in a way, because one thing for certain, two things for sure parents have favorites even though they say they don't and we all know this as a parent that even though you say you don't have favorites there's things that you favor in your children I know that mama favors Tara because she's her baby that's her baby and my daddy will call that's his secretary oh I call Tawana I'm gonna call Tawana let me call Tawana you know and so together that's so crazy that's so crazy because it's so not true do everybody think that way I just feel like I feel like different siblings deal with their parents differently, right? Because Ashley, Ashley, I would be the favorite, right? I would be considered the favorite. Yes. Yeah. And that to me is like, what? 
you but it's, 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 it's like it's all based on perspective and it's really yes. based on your interaction yeah. with your parents not, i know how to deal with my parents differently than they do and right, the thing exactly. is what defines you being the favorite is it the fact that because they will call me i'm not the favorite. Did this so why I did this i didn't want the call so how is that a favorite let me just go ahead and correct that right now because Tamara <laughs> is my favorite and Tawana is definitely my daddy's favorite. Everybody loves you see I'm that? Everybody see loves that? me because I'm the baby. So I don't feel left out in any way. But yeah, if my parents had to pick, which they will not ever admit to, but they definitely will go that way. And, wh and why do you think, Tara? Why Martin, do you think they the favorite? Why do you Martin. think Tawana's the? Why do you think Tawana's? I'm the, not the Cause she a hot mess. Because <laughs> she a hot mess, and then she's a mess. I don't allow her to be a mess. Well, yeah. She's the first. She's the first hot mess. Let me tell y'all something. First of all, let me say this. I don't. I don't believe in favorites. I feel like because I have two children, and I don't favor Chad over Chase, and I don't favor Chase over Chad. I feel like the strength. The strengths of the children. So my dad knows I'm really good with computers. I'm always sitting in front of a computer. I can do anything real quick on a computer, and he doesn't know how to. So he made me his automatic secretary to handle his business stuff because he knows it's going to take him an hour and it'll take him two minutes. You understand what I'm saying? My mom's not business set. She's not good with computers. So all their paperwork and all the like. Yeah. stuff like that they're gonna call me for they're gonna expect me to do like when my parents pass away they're gonna expect me to step up in that matriarch role because and that's what i'm saying them. but how does that make it's you not a favorite, favorite though it, right. it, not a why favorite. does that it's, 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 it's added work my it's son. added work daddy's there no he left he left. He just left. I was about to tell you to ask him. He Bring him on. He won't admit it anyway. He's not going to admit it. He won't say it. Because if you ask me, let me tell you. If you ask me, me being the oldest, and technically, of course, I'm the oldest when it comes to my dad and my mom. You know, my oldest sister is from, you know, a previous relationship my mom had. When it comes to the three of us, Ashley and Shaya had a different life. I always call me and the oldest, the struggle kids. We the struggle kids because we had to pick them up and wait for y'all to get your accolades and, and get a better job and do this and do that. And we became just a lot more independent. These mofos, we had to clean up after them. Then when they got their accolades, Ashley, y'all had a maid. We ain't had no yes, goddamn maid. <laughs> Okay, she, so she said, yes, we did. She's like, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> we ain't got no mate. They had, I'm coming from Grand Concourse stomping Tim's, and they had dogs and purses and shit. <laughs> and purses and poodles. What? <laughs> and I'm the favorite? Right. Oh, I'm the one that got grounded. Y'all got cars. They got cars. Wow. Yeah, y'all got cars. Y'all got, got vehicles. Yeah, I didn't have I a car. I graduated 50 million times. I didn't get a car. Martin, listen. Grand Blanche got my phone. Don't, don't do that. Mom and Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> I was Grand Blanche's favorite, though. I did not 
was. She was Grand Blanche's favorite. But at the end of the day, when it came to the oldest, and 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 I'm gonna let I'm gonna let Tam talk about her middle child, and then the last the last kids talk about last kids. And Jenny Lynn, you can jump in any time. But as the oldest, we got the strictest rules. We had to. We it's like we couldn't do shit. Nothing. I couldn't do nothing. And anything that I the only. One of the reasons why I'm so smart is because I was like, okay, the only way for me to be able to go out is to make sure that I have good grades. If I, mama never had to worry about me with good grades. I remember being the only person on the honor roll at St. John's for one semester because I was like, I got to keep my grades up because mama not going to let me do nothing if I don't have my grades up. One of the reasons why I w- I started working is because mama wouldn't let me go. No, we couldn't, daddy, daddy always put it on mama. But Ask your mama. So if I asked mama to do something and I couldn't do it, I had to find a way out the house. I had to, I I got in trouble so much as a teenager because my mom had me like shackled to her and church and all that good stuff. So for me, people may say, oh, you were rebellious or you were this. I wasn't that. I had to find a way to have like a real teenage life because mama was so strict on me. She was so strict on me. She didn't let me do nothing. I could definitely. But when it came down to Tamara and Tara, they did what the hell they mm. wanted to do. They had cell phones. True. They had cars. Tawana, Tawana, your perspective. Yeah. Like, I was in the middle and I couldn't do anything, but I stayed out of the way. Like, I knew my mom. Like, I feel like I know my mom a little bit better. Like, I feel like I'm more of my mom's child a little bit because I cook and I take care of all the kids. Tawana kids, Tara kids, they already know. If somebody got all the kids, it's usually me. And so I feel like I know how to navigate my mom a little bit. Like, you got to sweeten my mama up a little bit to get what you need. And Tawana was more like, I'm going to do what I want to do. I'm going to do what y'all can do. Y'all can say, I would just get in trouble. I'll just take the punishment. Tawana was very headstrong. She didn't know how to be diplomatic. And I think as a middle child, you learn how to be very diplomatic early. Because you see the oldest is messing up completely. So Tawana, they feel like I have more... Uh, leeway, but I just manipulated my situation a little differently than she did. And my mom, I mean, she didn't, I had to take Tara to school. Tara was joined to me at the hip after I got my car. You can cut, roll your eyes. I can see you, sis. I literally changed high school because <laughs> they wanted her to have a better education. They didn't care about No, they split it. They wanted they all of right? us to have I mean, a better shame. education. <laughs> No, they split. No, they split us up because we used to get in fights. So because we used to get in fights at St. John's, one of the reasons why Daddy was like, "Okay, we got it. We they can't go to the same school." So when the fighting and all that stuff started, Tamara left St. John. Tamara, you went to St. John for one year. Years. She went for two. Or two. Two. She two. went for two years, and then she went to another school because my mom and dad was like, "We got to split them up." because we ain't got time to be dealing with this. So yes, Tamara, you had to take Tara to school, but for the most part, you were slick. You was conniving. Thank you used you. to tell on me. You used to snitch. So you had your own way. I think you need to try to find positive verbs. I <laughs> <laughs> hey, I want to go pee. I want to go pee. I had to come back on that one. <laughs> he was a fucking snitch, y'all. She used to tell on me. Oh, to one on the Tawana would put me in very, very, very ugly situations. My daddy would be like, well, I'm going to take your car if you don't tell me where Tawana is. So I'm going to give up my freedom for somebody that don't care 
all of us gonna be without no car? That's not, that don't even make sense. Do that make sense? I got a point there. I think my experience as old as being a boy is totally different from y'all. So I had a whole lot more leeway because even though I got in trouble more than they did, it was for different reasons. So I could, after I got to around, I think maybe 14, 15, I got my first job when I was around 14. So my dad would let me, you know, kind of go out for the first couple of years, 15, 14, 15, you had to be home by like 11, 12. The thing with me is, I would kind of like, you know, push the boundaries and my dad's like a disciplinarian. But as the oldest, after you've used to kind of dealing with your parents in a certain a certain way, you was kind of like, like you said about Tawana's, like I was take that, I'll take the L, I was cool for taking the L. Especially if we had like a party that everybody's gonna be at, stuff like that, or something's going on, I was like, okay, well, man, I've, I did a whole lot of stuff that probably set Kendra and Kelvin up to not have to make the same mistakes. I used to like sneak the car, me and my friends be riding around. I remember one night, um, we snuck the car out, we out, and my, we had this in the bag phones rock. Bag phones, so my dad had a bag phone, so I had a phone in the car. So we ride, we going, we going downtown or something. Mind you, we like 15, 16. So we ride, we ride, like we're gonna meet some girls or something to hang out. And the phone rang. It was like one o'clock in the morning, the phone rang. Everybody in the car looked at me like, mm. <laughs> I picked up that phone and everybody in the car was in trouble at that point. But me being that headstrong oldest, you think that was the last time I did that shit? Absolutely not. So I think when you start kind of being more in charge and, and being more independent as an older child, you're willing to take those risks because I guess maybe in the back of the mind, you know, your parents kind of need you to a certain extent. So they're not going to really yeah. you, even though they might, they might threaten. Dang, won't talk about I slick. You, there you go. I, I, I yeah, you I said, I get it. Kendrick, you get tired. You just be like, whatever, your hands is thrown up. Yeah, it's like, you know, whatever. Like, okay, what, what's going to happen after this? You, what, what? Okay. I'll take that two-week hey, punishment, no phone. I exactly. exactly. Uh, absolutely. Okay. Just it, standing it, on my head. I'll take exactly. the bid. Ask Tawana how she ended up living with Ellen, pushing up. Oh, I'll take the punishment. I did, yeah. the, I, did, I, did, I did push the envelope with living with Ellen, but I want to hear about I want to hear about Jenny Lynn and Randall's and everybody else's experience. I don't want to take up the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so my oldest experience is nothing like y'all. Like, <laughs> at all. Uh, at all. Olden compared to y'all, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> it was not like that at all. I mean, I did have the responsibility of being the oldest, but like I said, I was the only girl. My dad put all the responsibility in me as being the only girl. So, like, I had to come home. I always had um restrictions the same like Tawana like she the way she grew up like she always did something to try to get some freedom that was me like I tried I didn't I wasn't like the best student or anything like that I mean I was average but I always try to be good or do um things 
just do things better to show daddy like, oh, look, I'm, I'm being good. Like you could let me out <laughs> today, <laughs> that type of stuff. And I hated it. Like I had to come home. I always, I had to call my dad every time I came home, like tell him like, hey, daddy, I'm home. From I remember that. All the time. Meanwhile, every single day after school, every around day. doing whatever they want. And then I'm always, I was always covering for my brother. He'd be like, Oh, the, my dad would ask me, so where's your brother? I'm like, oh, he's upstairs or, or he's doing something. I always covered for my brothers. And that's what always got me in trouble because I always covered for them. And then, um, and like for my dad, I always had to ask permission for everything. Like, daddy, can I go to this trip? Can I had to do a presentation and like, it felt like I had to do a presentation. But basically, I hated doing that, like always asking him for everything, asking him for money for like a field trip. So as soon as I was able to work, I was like, I'm going to get my own money. I don't have to ask you for anything. I can do what I want. And then when I left for college, like I was going crazy when I'm my freshman year in college, like just because I had that freedom. Like I was like, finally, like I I was going crazy. I I wanted to go to party. I mean throughout high even in high school like I was sneaking out the house (laughs) I was um uh oh and my and I felt like mommy like she didn't really raise us she didn't do anything not didn't do anything but she daddy literally obviously was the authoritarian of the group and it wasn't even close he yeah my mom was just there be there but as far as being raised any kind of authority came her way she was just on the back end. Yeah, oh, she, she got the news first. Right, I'm gonna tell your father. Yeah, and it was always like, go to daddy, or what did your dad say, or anything like that. Did you ask your dad? Like she was more like, mm, I don't know what. Go ask your dad. But on the other hand, she did. Every time we did get in trouble, she did always defend us at the same time. So it was just weird, like the whole dynamic between us. And then like with Charlito my parents were always focused on him since he was like the problem child. So although they, I did have responsibility, they did see me as like, all right, she has common sense. <laughs> um, she could kind of handle herself. We just need to get restrict, uh, have restrictions on her. And those restrictions were so annoying. Like I said, like I went freshman year, I was just going crazy in college and I didn't know how to act and I still didn't know how to act until like 25. <laughs> <laughs> Same. <laughs> so who's the favorite? Who's the favorite out of y'all? They're going to say me. I don't think we have any, huh? What'd you say? I said you guys would say me. After when it was all said and done at the end, they said it was me. Randall. Um, I will say Randall growing up, but as an adult, now that we're all adults, I would say I'm the favorite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They will lean more towards me now just because I'm the one that kind of has my my eggs in my basket straightened out and like Randall too he is getting there um as well he is responsible but mm. they do, well I shouldn't know like daddy is an independent man like he just do what he want to do it's just like it's yeah. mommy who now that I'm an adult I feel like I'm raising mommy now it's just like kind of annoying <laughs> <laughs> listen that could be a whole like, nother episode yeah. yeah, that's a cycle. Oh, like, yeah, that's how it go. Lord. Like, oh my God. <laughs> Who raised that's y'all people? Exactly how it goes. Evolution. I'll be like, Mama, uh-uh. now you know you're going to say that. You know you're right? Nah, nah, Mama, come on now. What? Really? All right, 
Are you serious? <laughs> no, the person rifle is Junie. Cause who gonna who gonna tackle Juanita though? Who? Listen, <laughs> that lady is a mess. Me, I, I I tell you, Christy, Christy like be taken aback sometimes. Me and her go head to head. Cause that lady is stubborn, and she got more stubborn as time went on. And loud, would you please? <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, anybody who listened to the episode, it's like, oh well, he must have got it honest then. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So me growing now that I'm an adult, it's just it's a little different. Like my relationship growing up with my my relationship with daddy was just not there at all. Like I did, I was just like, I I do not like you, <laughs> just because like he has so many restrictions on me compared to my brother, and then I was always trying to act like my brothers. Like, if I do what they did, I'm like, okay, they just did it, so I'm not gonna get punished. And if I did do it, I'm still, I was still getting punished. So I was just so confused. Like, what do you want from me? I'll say that. Every time y'all say, oh, yeah. say these things, you know, I don't know that person. I don't know who you're we talking about. Like we don't know Gary like that. We don't know Gary like that. God bless y'all. Listen. We don't know that person. So it's just oh. like. Tammy, I'm sorry, I'm not when um, Gary used to take us to church with him, man, we used to get candy. We used to get all kinds. <laughs> you know what the Listen. candy was in our house uh, growing like, up? You know what the candy was in our house him, growing up? It was locked up in his room. In like, the room, locked. Damn yes. near in a, damn near in a safe. Yes. Yeah. Locked up. As well as the Wi-Fi router. Yes. The, the Wi-Fi router, the cookies, the, the sodas, the juices. We said anything fun in the house was locked up in that room. Under Listen, I'm, I'm the fun control. I, and, I, yeah. and, and as kind of like being able to have the eagle eye view of, of y'all's dynamic, like growing up with y'all, like I would come over and I would feel bad for y'all sometimes. I'd be like, damn, like I was, I would try to like, you know, uh, like Jenny was saying, like you, like I would try to take up for y'all sometimes, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're like, y'all, like y'all get out of here before, you know, the shit go down. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was like, it was like Harriet Tubman trying to lead y'all niggas to freedom. <laughs> so, <laughs> let there be light. Let there be light. For my high school, I couldn't go to my house to high school prom unless Junie said he can go. Yes, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. 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 I could not have wow. like, I don't did I don't know did mommy contact you, Junie, or I contacted you saying like yo, can you come or like I don't even I, remember what it was. I, I think you asked me. I think you asked me about it. Yeah. He would not let me go to my prom unless Junie was like, Yeah, okay. Was it was like, it was you and your mom together. I think I think oh. y'all y'all hit me up together. Yeah, cause cause she knew that that was the only way that I was about to pop off. And in the defense of dads, I mean I don't have a, I don't have a daughter, but in defense of dads, when it comes to girls, cause my dad kind of shut down, cause I used to think that well Kendra gets a lot of you know if she needed money, my dad will give her money and stuff like that. And he kind of told me it's like look man, she's a girl, and. I can't have her out here lacking certain things or, you know, not having certain things because people are going to use that against her. So I kind of look at it from a different mindset when it comes to girls, which I may sound sexist, but for dads, you want to protect your daughter's innocence for as long as you possibly can. So I think that's where the restrictions came in. At. Yeah, well, he, and with boys, he you kind of you you put your boy out there, go ahead and do your thing, son. 
It's just, it's just, I think it also, it's a natural I think thing. It also depends on the um, which kid it is. Because yeah, I you kind of know like what you did dealing with. I didn't get that. I I was the boy. Go ahead, let's go out. And Ashley and Shay got the kind of rigid. Ashley, correct me if I'm wrong. They got like the the kind of the the more strict dad. <clears throat> Yeah, and I got the. No, I see. I got the sibling. He was like the sibling because he was a kid himself. So it, it was one of those things where he was trying to figure out what he needs to do, what his role is. Because you already know, Mama S set the tone anyway. She was the boss. She was the real boss. So the parental stuff really came from her and then my other grandmother and they were kind of like figuring it out. And then I think once Ashley and Ashea came, they got it. Like, that's why I say we the struggle kids. We the, she alive? Okay, good. Yes, check. She breathing, she eating. And then though those two, they got parents, strict parents. Would you say he was strict though, Ashley? Um, not like semi-strict. Because yeah, I was able dad, to do stuff, but I couldn't do everything. Like the stuff that you was able to do, there were certain things that I'd be like, "Oh, I want to do that too." Like but what? we couldn't, do, like just to go outside. Like going but outside. We didn't was really a- go outside. We only got, went outside if we were with Kim and them. That's but only outside. It didn't even matter who he was with. We could not go outside because like, y'all didn't have that. Outside. Y'all didn't have that. I'm telling you, we only went outside if it what was with him, Stephanie, that, and them. That was the only time. That's what I was about to say now, because we used to stay outside on that stoop. When we that's the only time. Out. That's the oh, only okay. time. And first of all, you couldn't leave the stoop because you got Aunt Mabel in one window, you got Aunt Anne in the other window, across the street, yeah. my grandmother, and they calling your name the entire time. So I was about to say that that y'all up there, y'all live so close to each other, like yeah. like legit close. Like you could throw a rock in somebody's window. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, look, <laughs> but look though, when we went to New York, that's when we we loved coming to New York because that's when we got to go outside. We could have run to that little corner store around the corner from our Mabel house. Yeah. Like we was like, oh, poison. Y'all was teaching us to dance. <laughs> <laughs> But I think it was because I think it was because they were so occupied within themselves. They gave us some leeway because without y'all, we wasn't going nowhere. We wasn't police. We was not outside. I'm I'm telling you. Amable used to give us five dollars when we came to um, New York for the summers. Amable would give us five dollars a day. We was able to go out and hang out at on the stoop with y'all. It was like it was a little bit more freedom than being down south. Because even though though we was in the country and we could play outside as much as we want, being in the city is totally different than being in the country. Oh, yeah. Now, most of the time, we used to be outside because Byron used to kick us out the house. Before Byron, (laughs) Byron, as soon as our Mabel would walk out the door to work, he'd be like, I've gone outside. (laughs) (laughs) He didn't want to be bothered with us. He used to kick us out the house. Outside almost all day because Byron wanted no parts of us. Yes, <laughs> zero, zero. <laughs> yes, and Byron family in general, y'all. Do y'all think? That, and I think this is across the board. So I want everybody to kind of chime in. Our family 
protects all the women. The women can't really do nothing, but all the boys. I'm glad we didn't have a brother in the house because I'm sure I would have hated him. Because Kendra got to do a lot more than the rest of us. Oh yeah, but remember, we got David is our Kendrick. Right. So David is the oh, northern right. Kendrick. Yep. David can do everything. Any everything. And doesn't matter. Us, like and the rest was girls. Right. You can't even do yeah. anything because they're like, oh well, y'all, y'all can't go. And it wasn't just Tawana or Tamara or Tara or Kendra. Or none of us could go. None. Tara and Kendra, you know, they were stuck at the hip. So they should have been able to go in pairs other places. No. And they didn't let them go. So I feel nope. like in our family, they give a lot of leeway to the boys and all the girls, y'all go sit down somewhere and learn how to cook. Yeah. Well, I think that's cultural though. I think that's cultural and I think that's just I think it is. something that's just passed on. Yeah. And like I and said, I think we had a different episode when we was talking about that. Like they preparing me to cook for a man and uh, mm -hmm. yeah, no. That's not happening. I think that's just cultural stuff that just gets oh, passed yes. along. And that's just how it is. But it's up to us to break that. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I, I think I think that's definitely the, the case. I kind of touched on it earlier. I do think that it's it's also like generationally too, because if you put oh, yeah. your mind if you put your mind in the perspective of how they were all raised, it was all the girls first. So all the girls collectively was the oldest, and then the three boys the came. Three boys. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So like they were collectively the youngest. So of course everybody's probably getting spoiled by the ones up top, and um and also by the parents. You know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. and so all the responsibility did come to all the girls because it's like. Well, by the time, if you telling somebody to get it done, by the time you get past the six to, to get the shit done, if it ain't done yet, it ain't going to get done. You know what I'm saying? So there was really probably no work left for them. So like that literally yeah. passed down from that generation to the next one, to the next one. And it just keeps going. That's what true, Juni, because my mom, my mom was like the baby. Yeah. Of the, so my mom was the baby, so she kind of took care of the three, the three boys. And Uncle Herbert used to always have me laugh. He's like, your mama was me. <laughs> as far as because I guess because she was so much younger than everybody else they started moving to New York and stuff so by the time you know I guess Uncle Herbert and Uncle David and all them were coming up you know she was like probably the oldest person in the house and still had the responsibility of her sisters before her, and, her so um, yes on end right yeah exactly but the crazy part is I feel like the women is so much stronger than the males the males are really laid back Everybody's really right. laid back. Yeah, they, 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 all the males are really laid back. The women are like, oh, like, oh, you would think they had no brothers. Yeah, that's probably that's probably why the 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 guys are so much laid back because again, I grew up with all girls, and if anything if anything popped off with me, I had Tawana, closest in age. I had Samantha. Samantha, I'm my grown man now, <laughs> and if I. If I have a conversation with Samantha and something popping out, like who, who messed with you? Like uh, I'm an adult now. You don't have to, to fight anybody for me. But that's how that's how she was in high school when I first got there. My first year of high school, I got to St. John's. Samantha was like, "Yeah, this is my cousin. If anybody fuck with her, it's gonna be a problem." And she told this to like everybody, not just girls, everybody. And don't I was not bothered. Don't say that right. Right. Now. What is it like for the the baby kids? Let's hear from you guys because we're running out of time. Baby kids, baby kids. That's Randall and Let's start off with Randall, yeah. Uh, I'll go ahead. Um, so, you know, growing up in maximum security prison, um, 
it was pretty hard. <laughs> it was pretty hard. Like my sister was saying, it was definitely rough for her being the only girl in there. That definitely, I mean, me and my brother always talk about it. We feel bad because she was so locked down. So I'm gonna have to co-sign her on that because it was it was terrible. And my brother, I'm not gonna speak too much on his behalf just because he's a middle child and his perspective is different. My brother was at some point it felt like he was trying to be the oldest in, in the regard as what he can get away with. So my brother will always say, oh, the reason me and my sister could do so many things was because he failed at so many things. As far as his ass was always getting in trouble, always, like like my sister, he's a problem child. He always got yelled at. And my parents did focus on them. So I touched on it earlier with me, by the time I got to high school, like I said, my parents weren't really doing anything unless I was getting in trouble or if my, if my grades weren't right or if the school was calling in. Other than that, I mean, I was just doing stuff on my own. I was pretty much, like I said, I would say raising myself to an extent because unless you got your ass whooped, you wasn't really getting any attention. Like I said, my mother wasn't really doing any of the authority. But I will say this. As it was in the house, um, top to bottom, you know, all the fun stuff being locked up. My mother knew what was worth tweaking about. Or she'll, she, it got to a point where she knew like, all right, this isn't gonna be a big deal. So a lot of times she had her back with a lot of things. A lot of things, a lot of news that went her way that if my dad found out, I mean, it'd have been hell on earth for everybody in the house. It'd just been a bad time to be around. So my mother would eat up a lot of stuff and she would hold that against her head. Like, yeah, don't make me tell your father about this and about that. And she'll have, she'll have her power towards our, our teen years when when we really started acting a fool. Uh, I just think it was easier though on me personally because of how strict everything was. By the time anything got down to me, like it couldn't be any worse. I already knew whatever lockdown my sister had, whatever lockdown my brother got on top of my sister's lockdown, I knew where every little crack was in between both of those lockdowns where I could do my dirt, do whatever I gotta do and usually get away with it. So I would stay stay in my own little bubble growing up. But I, mean, I was doing a whole bunch of bunch of stuff and stuff. and it yeah and it made, uh, oh, and, yeah. and it seemed like you know oh I was probably the favorite or oh I never got in trouble. No, I didn't get in trouble because I watched y'all get in trouble all day every day. So I'm gonna be smarter than that. I'm not gonna do what y'all did. I'm gonna do it better. I'm gonna do it smarter. I'm gonna do it sneakier. And mm-hmm. it listen, was if we're gonna watch y'all to to mess up. If we're gonna talk about spoiled. sneaky, y'all, y'all three was 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 super sneaky but together. You hear, uh, there was, but you hear the stories now as to why we, yeah, why we, no matter what house, no matter what cousin we got dropped off at, all of us gonna get in trouble because of probably me, or my sister or my brother. If we visited, if Gary's kids visited y'all, somebody's getting the ass whooped, and it's probably all of us. <laughs> yeah. And like. I loved it. Honestly, when I loved it when we went down and all the cousins got together because it was just like, oh my God, finally I have older cousins and the responsibilities not on me. And like, oh. Oh, finally some attention could be on y'all. And if we all got in trouble, I won't be the one bearing that weight. Like it'll go on the older cousins and not us. And like, I will kind of, I will feel like the middle child for once. And like, whew, I, I just felt so relieved when all of us got together. <laughs> or like when Junie came over, it's like, oh, yes, finally someone <laughs> older who could, like, free us. 
or anything like that. But it was, it was just a lot. And I would I will I, as say, soon as I came over, oh. as soon as I came over, I would always get the download of like what's going on in the background that I need to keep in the background. I remember <laughs> I came upstairs one time, and this is when y'all's dad stopped coming upstairs, like for the most part, so y'all could like hide your shit up there. And it was like a, a gaping hole in the wall, and it was like, Daddy don't know about it, so like we just gotta, <laughs> you know, keep, keep it on the low. The hole been there for probably like half a damn year, and they ain't get in trouble for it yet. And I said, Well, well all right, well, I don't know nothing. One thing I ain't do, I ain't snitch on. My, all my cousins <laughs> yeah we definitely didn't snitch on each other for sure and that's like it was mainly the main problem like we just always defending each other even though we did fight we did have physical fights as well but we always did uh, always have each other back and like all right if you go out this time just make sure you come back at this time i'll leave the door i'll leave the door open for you or just hit me up or like we definitely mm -hmm. and we still continue yeah, i'm gonna go out the window first i'm gonna leave it unlocked for you yeah <laughs> Like we and we still continue to do that as an adult. We do continue to have each other's back, or like, but still, at some point, it's like, all right, you need to get your shit together. Just like <laughs> you're thirty now, so. <laughs> yeah, I would. I would definitely say that we had each other's back. You know, we would like, like y'all say, you have end fighting, but I can remember getting home past the appointed hour and tapping on Kendra's window for to open that door. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I think that's it. Kind of builds character amongst you, and it kind of builds that bond. I think to a certain to a certain extent, I think my parents may have known some things that I was doing, but the way we kind of like always stuck up for each other because we would get sit down, and my dad's asking questions, and nobody breaking. Like, okay, well, sure, I, I'm I'm not saying nothing. <laughs> and he always kind of like teased us about that. It's like, yeah, y'all y'all never really, you know, y'all never gonna tell on the next person. Kendra every now and then would, you know, get you in trouble because she's like, she knew how to make enough noise, like, leave me alone and stuff like that to get your ass in trouble. But <laughs> other than that, it was one of those, one of those things where we always kind of held each other down. We still do that till this day, really. But I mean, especially when you're in the, in the same household as you're going to different levels of growing up and stuff. So that was, I think that's always cool. So I guess, because I guess you kind of team up as a group against, against your parents, really. So okay, how do we get away with as much stuff as possible <laughs> individually without actually getting as much trouble as we could have if it wasn't all of us? I think Ashley and Shay mostly have that experience. I can't say we have that experience. Ashley and Shay are probably looking after each other, right? Doing doing things like sneaking out the house. I mean, shit, where we we climbing down fire escape like we couldn't do none of that stuff. <laughs> So we don't have that type of experience. Yeah, me neither, Martine. We wasn't sneaking out the house because we live yeah. back dead in the bottom of Wamala. Okay, <laughs> so it's no sneaking. <laughs> yeah, sneak out the camp hole and whatever. How, hey, however you call them. We used to have to do our stuff. Hey, look, we used to have to do our stuff when we went to work. Like you know, we like Kendra said, we started in the, in the country. You know, you can work at. 15 years old. So I started working when I was 15 years old on the resort island, Kiowa. And when I started working at Kiowa, that was my way to get out the house because I couldn't go nowhere. Mama would, nope, you can't go. Uh -uh. And if you go, you got to be home by 10 o'clock. Might as well damn go. So I didn't go. So whenever I wanted to do anything, I would put it on work or I would schedule my rendezvous around work. 
because that was my only way. And I know Tara, as a last child, can attest to, like, I remember one time I wanted to do something really bad. I couldn't do it because my mom was so strict on me. But Tara and Kendra could go to a party. So they went to the party and I was supposed to pick them up. Can I finish? So go ahead, last child. You can talk about your last. Can I finish this story? You can finish the last child. Child feelings. So yes, you did. First of all, let me clear up this party. To want to trying to make y'all think is a real party. This was an eighth grade <laughs> party. We were in eighth grade. It was a bunch of eighth graders at um, this uh, Sister Pinkney house. Yes, it's Sister Pinkney because that's a church. Uh, a fellow person that my family knew so that's the only reason why we was able to go nice. we got there and honestly it wasn't initially that Tawana was supposed to pick us up she fandangled her way on our plans so she could do what she wanted to do because originally I believe on Maggie was supposed to come and get us and then my mama was gonna come and get me from our Maggie house mm -hmm. but I called on Maggie and was like well Tawana said she gonna get us and Kendra said, and of course, our Maggie was hesitant because she knew Tawana. Yeah. But she went ahead and said, okay, and Tawana did what Tawana did in Tawana fashion. Didn't show up, left us there by herself while she was out doing what she wanted to do. Mm -hmm. But anyway, I digress. <laughs> wow. See, I wasn't that type of big sister. No, that's crazy. Tawana left them children for dead. That's crazy, <laughs> Tawana. <laughs> you didn't even play your role, girl. Uh -uh. First of all, I did. First of all, I did play my role. Second of all, y'all don't understand what it was like being Tawana growing up. No, that's what, that's what I was gonna say. I ain't gonna bash you like that because Tawana's a good. Both I have good older sisters, and being the youngest, I can truly say I had, I had a good path to follow. Whether it was not doing the bad things Tawana did, and or or following along and my sisters when it came to you know academics and being independent women and working because it was like one it was the pressures of being Tawana's little sister or Tamara's little sister because Tawana always had good grades so I had to keep my grades up Tamara was a social person she was you know she knew a lot of people a lot of people knew her so it's like I always felt the pressures of being the little sister because you don't want to be the whack one you don't want to be the one that's like uh oh <laughs> You the sister too. And so you try to, it's like, I always felt pressures of being cool or fitting in or making sure I stayed up there with my sisters because I wanted to be around them. So I think in that perspective, when you think about a, y'all always say we got it easy. In a way, we got it easy when it came to the parents because most of the time they were tired and my mom and daddy were exhausted after Tawana, okay? So by the time they got to me, it just like Randall said, it was like, don't die. <laughs> Every time I be on, you know, go say I want to go out and my mom would be like 10, 30, 11 o'clock. I ain't never used to come home that time. She used to fuss for a little while. And I used to be right back out of Tangles on Thursday night going to poetry night when I wasn't supposed to be there. So Tangles. <laughs> and go, baby. And I knew I wasn't supposed to be there. But my parents really, at that point, they was like, okay, she Tawana had good grades. Tara got good grades. She ain't bothering nobody. She's actually telling us where she wants to go. So they were a little more lenient on me, but I feel like my parents put a lot of pressure on me when it came to living up to the expectations of my two sisters. So it was like, I always had to go harder. I always had to do something. It was like, if I didn't, and not only did I feel like I feel my parents, I feel like I feel my sisters because it's like mm -hmm. they do. So 
I always felt pressure in that sense. Um, but I always felt like it, it just made me a better person. Cause other than that, I I'm very, I'm a very chill laid back person. And I don't, I don't go hard. Like I should, I kind of like, ah, it's okay. And Tawana's the one that's like, no, get up, do it. And Tam, you know what I'm saying? Tamara, Tawana, the, the go-getters. And I'm more like, oh, I'll just follow y'all. Y'all already did it. I'll just follow y'all. So I, I tend to have a follower mentality, which is not bad because leaders got to have somebody to followers got to have somebody to lead and leaders got to have somebody to follow. But I feel like being the youngest child, it was easy to fall into that follow role and not take on a leader role. And so it's kind of like a crutch almost because it's like, well, if, if all fails, I got my sisters. I got my sisters. I got my sisters. So it's a it's a balance that you got to play with a lot as a younger child people like I said people always think you got it so easy but it's like no you don't want to be you you know you see on tv or you hear other things of oh this one's the president of this club and they do all these wonderful things and then there's that younger sibling there that's just yet holding on and you don't want to be that person so I'm, I'm glad you said that. I'm glad you said that, Tyra, because I glad, I'm glad you pointed out the fact that parents put this perspective out there. Parents put this overarching kind of, oh, well, such and such did it, so you got to do it like this, and she did it, or whatever. So I think that's where the whole favorite thing comes into play, where they put this out there where you have to meet this certain quote. I remember, um, Ashley, correct me if I'm wrong, I remember with my accolade, I had gotten into a national committee or whatever. So I sent it and I said, oh, okay, I got into a national committee. And I remember Cher's response and she's the baby. She was like, oh, Martine, you're making, <laughs> so, you're making it so difficult for me. Something like that, like something like, and I was like, oh, like you don't think about all this stuff, but parents do this stuff unconsciously. And it is, I agree, it's not fair. I only have one son, so I can't say, oh, JC, I'm compared to somebody. But I, I right. see exactly where they put this into play. And it's like, ugh. Well, it could kind of cause some sibling rivalry, too. Well, let me tell you, that's why I'm sure with my sons. So Chase is the brainiac. He's like me. He'll sit in front of the computer. This motherfucker know how to scam like a goddamn pro. <laughs> I don't know where he got it from. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where he got it from, but he is yeah, so we... good scamming. He's like, mom, so I put him in a day trading class and he took the class for five days. He's like, mom, I need a computer. I can't use that little BS computer that we got from school. I was like, well, you can get it for your birthday. His birthday's in May. He's turning 16. So he was like, mom, you know, I can scam and get a real good computer. I was like, no, because see, you won't get locked up if you scam and get a computer. So you can't do that. So Chase is the brainiac. He's very like the engineer, like computer program person. Chad on the other side is very athletic. He's very neat. He's very clean. If you, he literally has me making my bed up every morning because before he leaves his room, his bed has to be made. And I was like, Chad, why are you so, why are you so OCD? He was like, mom, I can't do the clutter. I can So I love Chad for being who he is when it comes to being clean, being very, you know, kind of, you know, cut and, and, and polish and chase. I love him because of the brains that he has. So it's, it's not like Chad is my favorite because of this or chase is my favorite because of that, but I love them individually because of who they are. And I think with my parents, I feel like, like we just to kind of 
kind of bring the conversation back to, you know, full circle. Um, I feel like with, with parents, I don't feel like now in some families, there probably is favorites, but I feel like the strengths of your children, you kind of use that um, as a way to love them. You know what I'm saying? And I don't, I'm not saying I don't love them unconditionally, but it's like, okay, I know I can call Chase. Chase, you know how to do this thing on, on TikTok. You know how to do this thing on Instagram or Chad. Can you please make sure that you're like, I kind of basically categorize them based on their strengths, not favorites, because I don't yes. put one child above the, above the other. Now I might be a little bit harder on Chase because he's super smart and he likes to play dumb sometimes. So I may be hard on him because of that but not because i favor chad over chase so yeah i, I agree with that i agree with that I feel like it, it looks like that from I'm, I'm the auntie of course and i see what she's doing and when i that's why when i'm there i like to interject and be like well she's just doing this because of this or well i'll give you the money she'd be like i'm not getting you know you know she's i'm like here you go i let me help you because Tawana is trying to instill something in them, but she's so hard on poor little, poor, poor little Chase. You know what I'm saying? You, I ain't, I ain't paying for this, you know? And I'm like, Tawana, you look like you're favoring Chase. Like it looks that way, even though it may not. Yeah. Be and I know that yeah. she said I do the same thing with my daughter. And then that's another dynamic when it comes to boys and girls and what, you know, they like to say women raise their daughters and mm-hmm. they nurture their sons or whatever they like to say right. um, but I can see the difference mm-hmm. now and I'm trying and they have like five years and they like to say stop saying he just three he is just three he's a baby um, but they feel like I treat him so good but I did the same thing with Casey they forget that Casey was rotten you know what I'm saying when she was that age she was horrible but no, nobody said anything because she was a girl now that he a boy they want to say he horrible but that's the way parents do things you know but what makes him horrible? What do you mean? How can you be horrible at three? What is he doing? Huh? You got enough time for all that. No. He's just riding a boy. Okay. 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 I'm like, what, 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 what does that mean? Okay. But Tamara, and Tawana, in a sense, had it, and I wouldn't say easy, but it was a little easier with her having same-sex kids because she didn't have to switch it up. Tamara had to come yeah. going from being a mom right. of a a mom of a boy. It is different, and yeah, yeah. Tamara, whether she liked to say it or not, she was, of course, her, Casey was her first child, so of course your first child, you you do all those things that Wait you do. Tara, her first child at 30. And you know, older parents, we, older parents fall their kids in a special way. That's and all I, I got to say. Right. Listen, because we got it. They spoil. They spoil. Because <laughs> like, you got it. The- yeah. yeah. So, and, and then Tawana and Tamara look at me and they see how I do Taylor. And you would, you, Taylor's the mama. I, I'm, I'm, I'm the child. Taylor, take care of me. And <laughs> 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 you, and you. <laughs> Taylor's the mama. Taylor's the one that keeps keeps us on a schedule and keeps us going because. Baby, I would be lost. So uh, you're right. <laughs> that's that. That's that. That's that last child syndrome. Right. And, and, and that's God, a shame. Listen, God give you what you need, not what you want. Because see, God, yeah, mm-hmm. very responsible, mild mannered. I mean, nurturing child, and I needed that in my life. I could yeah. not have been. Yeah. I could not have been a successful mother if I had a child that wasn't like that. So I, I do think parents tune into what their children's strengths and weaknesses are and they try mm-hmm. to 
pull the strengths out more and aid them, parent the weakness out most of the time. And it does look like sometimes Tawana, it looks like it because Chad is the baby and, you know, he just, he just, that's just her baby. That's her baby and you know it. But I do see the the responsibilities that she gives Chase now that he's getting older. I mean, Chase ain't a baby no more. So yeah. it's like things has to change. But us as adults, whether we adults, children, black, white, whoever we are, nobody likes change. We, we deal with change, we adapt to change, but we really don't like it. Um, yeah. But I think- and At the end of the day, I also feel like our kids are a reflection of us anyway. Yes. You know what I'm right. saying? Yeah. That That's like, when I look at JC on, I'm like, well, God, he'll say something. I'm like, well, Martin, that's what you say. You can't be mad. That's how you, you know, that's how you act. So you can't be upset. So getting that reality check in a sense, it does. It does. It definitely does. And also the the sex has a big deal with it because dads and and daughters are just naturally closer than dads and dads because your dad is kind of building you to be a man. And Mm -hmm. after becoming a man, I kind of realized I thought my dad was like super hard on on me, mm-hmm. but I understood. I think now as a man, if if you're in your child's life like that, by the time they're around 15, 16, 17, they're trying to get the hell away from you, you did your job because you should girl, be. What about the girl dad? So Uncle Herbert, my dad, they girl dads. Right, yeah. that's what I'm saying, it's a difference. Like girls who are a lot more, like I'm, considered the rugged one, the rough one out of all of the rest of them. The, the, right. the, the more aggressive one compared to everybody else. So what do they do with that energy when you just got girls? You don't have no boys. See, and, but then you, but, but you prepare your women. I mean, I think guys, when it comes down to the male psyche, when it comes down to girls, and I don't have a, I don't have a daughter, so I'm no expert on that, but you're trying to keep your baby off all the poles you can keep her off of for as long as possible. <laughs> I, it's, it's just, it's it's just, really it's just simple. It's just, it is. Poles because you're a guy. So you, you grew up because you're trying. You try, you try. Hey, Kendrick, you think that's the mindset. You think that's the mindset? That's, that's definitely the mindset. Absolutely. You, you don't want nobody, all of them. That's the mindset. That's the mindset. That's the mindset. He was always like, you can't do anything because if you go outside, you're going to get pregnant. Wow. <laughs> that's basically how it hits my Exactly. <laughs> that's like a, so I thought this. That's crazy. You know what's so that's crazy? true. My dad, my dad never made those statements. It was my mom. My dad never made those statements. He never. It was my mother. I would be outside. I'll be talking to a guy. Mind you. You know we not talking, talking. Not we even, talking. Not even in the we same ballpark, mama. <laughs> we talking business. And she would be like. You're fast ass. You're gonna get pregnant. Knocked. Up. I'm like, what? <laughs> my God. Where if did we that could get, come from? If we could get, I just, my, I just really dad, think you don't actually, want your. Daddy ever tell you that? I don't. I don't no, know. it was always he mommy. Wasn't that dad. It was mm-hmm. always mommy. I, I didn't have to worry about daddy. And so Juan and Tamara yeah. can attend. My mom was so skittish. She didn't want to say words. She called it private parts. She still called it private parts. <laughs> She never wants to talk about it. But daddy, daddy sat us down and said, let me tell you what them boys want. And they go. Exactly. Exactly. He didn't sugar. I got it from mommy. And that was a nasty talk. Daddy was the one who gave us the real sex talk. All three girls. And it was all the first. 
never got it the It was call. seriously awkward, but I, at, at this age, I respect my daddy to this day for doing that because mm -hmm. if we had went on dead, baby, we would have been calling things private parts and things still. Oh private parts and back. Hey, Tara, private parts and backside. Backside. That's ass. Backside, yes. Backside. Hey. <laughs> backside. Do you feel like religion played a role in that? Uh, I think for my mom, it was a little bit of religion. And also, my mom came up in a very strict household herself. Mm -hmm. Her mother was the strictest of the strictest of the strictest. So I think that's all she knew. She didn't know anything else. Yeah. And the reason why she was so, so strict for her because she had nine brothers. Nine. Wow. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. that's rough. And she's like the baby. She the baby girl. She got an older sister, but she got a baby. She got she she the baby girl, and she couldn't do nothing. She couldn't do nothing, and she basically brought that into her family dynamics. And our yeah. dad was like, "Okay, I love my wife, but I love my girls, and I need them to be prepared." Like I remember one time we was having a podcast, and we were saying how. Our parents protected us from things that we should have been prepared for. I'll be 39 in April, and my mom and I were having a conversation. I don't know if tonight, Ty, I don't think you were on the phone, but Ty was on the phone, and I was talking about something sexual. Mom was like, I don't want to hear that. I'm 39 years old. I got two kids. <laughs> exactly. Like, I thought that was the reality in. when you have kids. Yeah. They, uh, the cats, cats out of the bag at that point. Literally. Not for Debrain. No. Now, she's oh, very uncomfortable. But I'm sure I can talk about Oh my God, Tamara, like you'll be 39? I'll be 39 yeah. in April. Yeah. April what? April 29th. Wait, you actually got oh. the same birthday. What? Oh, wow. That's crazy. Oh, wow. That's crazy. Okay. So she'll, Ashley, you'll be 31. Yeah, I'm 31. Yeah. <laughs> wow, y'all got the same birthday. I had no oh, idea. Yeah. Okay, That's so wait, 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 wait. Junie, 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 where you at? Because I can't see everybody. I'm I'm right here. I'm right here. I'm right here. When are we, we going to do this family? Um, we need to do something because uh, That's crazy. We got to get together, y'all. Yeah. Let me That's tell you. Crazy. One of my biggest fears is that we have kids and our kids start dating each other. So, I really want us to be <laughs> very likely. <laughs> very likely. Very likely. Because wait, 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 wait. Let's do a test right now. Let's do a test right now. Ashley pretty much doesn't really know everybody. You know Randall and them. Do you know yeah. Tawana and them really? I heard her the names, so that's exactly. It. She don't mm, know that Uncle Herbert is your dad. Like she don't know. They don't know the the. Mm -hmm. the we really need to do something. Yeah, you are. Crazy. Tamara, I did not know y'all had the same damn birthday. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that's yeah. Crazy. yeah. So you was a Okay. Really? So Johnny, Johnny, like, yeah, yeah. Johnny, you're supposed to start a group me chat for us we have to take the torch, y'all, and we have to we continue do. our family dynamics to where it's then even though we have this podcast and our kids can press play anytime mm -hmm. and find anything out, we still need to be together as camaraderie, like familiar yeah. with each other. Yeah. And, and I feel like we need to have like a cabin trip or a cruise or something that we do where we get to do activities. We will we take over the learn. whole damn boat. We're going to I, I think <laughs> we what we got to I think what we got to do, honestly, I feel like it could be 
it could be a Charleston-based thing because it's got to be at somebody's house because we tried this whole everybody we... pitching money to do something to get a, a place and that shit don't work out. With it, like you know, like it's got to it be somebody. Be roots. It should be called Roots, mm-hmm. and we should all meet on the land. Like meet on. We got uh, enough land to do something on That's our true. roots. Absolutely. That's true. And I, like I live there, so y'all already got a place to stay. We got Michael Land. We got a place to stay. I'm down here now, so people got a place to stay, and we should I make that love happen. that. I think yeah, I love the roots, and that's our roots, yes. and we and do it. Whatever we need to do to make it happen and chip in and whatever, I'm pretty sure everybody like up north will be willing to chip in and do whatever. Yeah, make it right. happen. Everybody come down to their roots. And yeah, like Charleston, like, for my birthday party. Uh, That's why I couldn't make that. Yeah. I'm I'm I think we should do it. We need to people need to see and see who's who and who's what what and how we're all connected. Yeah, and how yeah. we're connected and like how we, we related. We literally need to post it uh board the like I got posted all over the family tree, oh. yeah. Yeah. And we need Seriously. to write okay, books them and mogs. These people and these people, these trying <laughs> along these trying yeah. Along of these people, like we need to really understand our our roots, like you said, and and, yeah. and where we come from. So I feel like that would be a great way for us to end this call because we've been on for almost. I mean, this is a great conversation. I'm not. It's trying so good. To, it is good yeah. to kind yeah. of hear everybody's perspective, but just for the sake of time, and you know, that hour killed me. Y'all know I'm always late, yeah. so that hour is like I'm still <laughs> trying to catch up from that hour. <laughs> From last week, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "It's 2023, Tawana." <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we we should um, yeah. we should do part two because there's so much stuff to unpack with this, and you know, hopefully, we can get more of the um the siblings on because yeah. I think this is a, a really good conversation to have, and I think it's you know I edit edit the stuff, so it's gonna be very interesting to kind of look back over after the conversation but i think that's it's like I, this podcast itself is kind of a good you know foundation to start kind of putting things back on track yeah because yeah. i mean to. just just the dynamics the people on the call right now i haven't seen i never met martin i knew you had sisters to tell you the truth so i know that's damn I believe terrible it. i know you had i was like she has sisters I, exactly. I always, I thought it was just, she was the only job. She was like, sisters? I was like, really? Yeah, right. <laughs> and I that's, that's, <laughs> yeah, so that's, that's like real, that's sad. So yeah. we, we definitely need to um, keep, keep pushing it. Yeah. I think they met Kendra. I think they met Kendra. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kendra's like the, 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 diplom, the diplomat all, of the family. She's like the know, person Kelvin that's social. always in Maryland. So they met him. Oh yeah, so, we were driving. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. Kendrick, if you keep still, maybe somebody could meet you. Yeah, yeah, I gotta, I gotta get this money. <laughs> get this money. I'm trying to move around now while I'm young so I can sit still forever in another couple of years. Yeah, Working on it. Right. Uh, 
I know that's right. So, so don't want him being over there. <laughs> I'm done with him being in New Mexico. Uh, I want you to come back to the land of the uh, to uh, the black people. I'm sorry. I come back when when I come when I come back, y'all gonna be happy that I've been gone so long. You're like, oh, this nigga came back, but fuck, he came back. Bring it, bring it some damn, you know, some things for the family. Exactly, it's kind of making hey, things happen. Hey, I know you kind of round everything out. Does anyone have any last words, or is there a question that you want to kind of round it off to where then we can go ahead and end this episode? Um. Okay. So, uh, one of the things is, I as I've been able to be kind of like the fly on the wall to the conversation. One of the things that I really um noted during the conversation was that, um, as far as like the baby siblings, like the the babies on the phone, it's it seems as if y'all have components of each of your older siblings, and they just kind of all blend yeah. into one another. Whether some of those components have been present in your younger years, like like Randall's, you used to be a little wild too, you know what I'm saying? But now you've you've got that more responsibility that that Jenny brings to the conversation. Like Tara, like you have that like uh, that that bubbly that personality, you know what I'm saying? Like you're like you got this thing where you get in into it too, but you also have your own points of view that that Tamara has too, you know what I'm saying? Like, cause Tamara is is very she she gonna say what she gonna say, you know what I'm saying? And and Tawana is is that girl who's like in the mix, you know what I'm saying? You got both of those components, and I think it is a direct result of parents kind of always imbuing a little bit of themselves into their kids, you know what I'm saying? That's a beautiful thing to see, and I think that the biggest takeaway from this was that the parents are only our job as parents is to prepare our kids for the world because by the time like no lie by the time 18 comes the world is going to look at your kid as an adult regardless of what you still got going on so it's really a race against the clock to raise your kids in the best way and uh when it comes to siblings sometimes i think a really great note that we kind of uh saw throughout the conversation was you really gotta kind of help to elevate those strengths and, and really kind of parent out those things that could be perceived as a weakness, but make sure that you're always approaching it with love. And I think from the siblings perspective, kind of keep an eye out to make sure that those siblings are, are still a unit because once you're dead and gone, they got to be here for one another. And um, so if anybody is struggling or if anybody is needing to kind of make a pivot with the way that you parent. I hope that you guys got a, a lot of gems from this conversation and, uh, you know, more love and more life to y'all's families and more love and life to ours. So we'll see y'all season two. Done and dusted. Let's go. Do not raggedy this hey cousin, okay? This is the last one on the count of three. It's going to be one, two, three. Hey cousin, all right? One, two, three. Hey, cousin. Hey, cousin. Listen, that's pretty that's, good. That's the no, best one. That's bad. the best one ever, actually. Hot dog. <laughs> making making progress. Season three coming soon.